is Kaya Divine Dolls. Just wanted to talk a little bit. Y'all know um, I officially rescinded myself, accused myself from the Twin Flame journey. I did pull the video. I might put it back up. Um, not the video, the podcast. Um, I did get flagged, y'all. I got flagged by Karen. I got more smoke for her. I got plenty more where that came from. But anyways, so... Um, not for the message about the twin flame for something else, but in between everything else, I decided to take down the stuff I had uploaded for that day. Anyways, so with that being said, I do talk about my feelings, my emotions, you know, how I estrogen. And so with that, you know, I do talk about the boys and the muscles and the dimples and the deep voice and the swag. And the appeal, the attraction, the romance, right? The heartbreak. <laughs> and so um, for those of you who did hear the message yesterday, it, it is what it is. But I don't think it precludes me from still processing what that means for me moving forward. So it, it's it's on the table that it's not something I'm going to rush into. Me personally, I think the way that my heart is made, right? So I've come to understand that, you know, there are women that have a heart of cold or can go through a lot more things and have a quicker turnover rate. Um, but my heart is fine China, darling. My heart is fine China. So um, it's very delicate. It's very fragile. I've tried to, you know, be strong and be a big girl about it. And try to muscle up, but I think that this time around, um, I was like, you know what, just, just pump the brakes, <laughs> slow down, relax. And so energetically, I think it's going to take me the three years that I've been talking about. Um, I've been saying three years for so long now that it could be almost 2.5 before I even start to tip my toe into that water there's there's a um a, a body of water that prince talks about uh is it like the 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 waters of i'm gonna say wallapalooza or something and he just thinks it's so funny but it's gonna be a long time before i even think about tipping my toe in that direction but that being said i'm still allowed to like sometimes i'll be scrolling through stuff and i'm like damn he is fine and he got a t- like a deep voice too and he's financially stable to- girl so um that being said it's something that's on the table um i talk about my drawbridge for my castle will come down only in said circumstances you know the idea of even letting anyone close within the vicinity of my heart i am unapologetic about saying that when i tell you my heart is fort is fort knox up in this bitch my heart is fort knox i'm talking about i've talked about the moat that's the body of water that goes around your castle and that's to keep you know distance from anybody just running up on on your you know on your heart space it's like not only do i have a really big moat you know what i'm gonna put a picture i saw some really good pictures of some castles and fortresses with a big ass moat around it that's how i'm trying to show you just how much water you gotta swim through if you think you're gonna try to run up on my heart right but but i got more i got more in that moat it's gonna be some alligators 
I want to make sure those alligators is hungry so that anything that even so much it dips its toes in the water is gum. It's going to be like, I've been waiting for you. How are you doing? When I tell you my drawbridge is like, you know, when I tell you I have towers, east, west, north, south, northeast, northwest, north, <laughs> I got eight of them pillars set to look out for any type of stupidity coming my direction. When I tell you that I got snipers on my roof, you know, around the, the top, just to make sure that it's, it's don't even come to me with any of the, the mess. This is the mess that I'm talking about. It took me five minutes, y'all, five minutes to paint a picture of just how serious I am about this. Talk about how it's, it's not going to be for anybody. I'm going to give myself the time to heal. We're looking at three years out. And then y'all know I love me some Kendra G. So why she drop a scenario? The 66-year-old man just smashed and dashed on a 60-year-old woman. And he's telling you that she has a fine body. He said that her body is better than most of the 20-year-olds that she goes to the gym with, right? So the girl's in shape, right? And from what you can tell by listening to him, you can tell that he's very particular about who he's going to sleep with. She has to be a dime. She has to have certain criteria. So based on what he was saying, like, you could tell, like, she was a baddie at 60, like girl's body was swapping right and he said that he really liked that she had her own stuff because you'll hear men say like oh I don't want her to expect anything from her you know and her I don't want her to expect anything from me um she got to be able to take care of herself protect and provide for herself and then I will you know entertain your energy or I'll give you some d right (laughs) as if um and it's like, you got to have your own. <laughs> then he stopped. Um, and he, can you believe he turned around and said, because um, Kendra G asked him, well, when's the last time you slept with someone? He slept with, with her two weeks ago. Okay. And he's on her show trying to find somebody that's in their 40s because he likes them young. Okay. Let him tell it. He's 60 years old. Now, we all know that men hit their wall close to 30. The male pattern belt baldness starts to kick in. And that is an indicator that things downstairs are kind of heading into the ED direction. Okay? (laughs) There's people that you can look at their face and their skin and you can tell, like, you know, if they have, like, heart conditions or their liver's not working good or whatever, what have you. When you see male pattern baldness, it's indicated that there's other things going on, <coughs> ED. Um, you know, but let him tell it. Let him tell it. He's all at 66 years old, but he can keep up with a 20-year-old. And he has dated 20-year-olds, um people in their 20s but he's trying to get somebody who's 40 the reason he said he is not interested in her is because she just turned 60 y'all and so let's just really talk about what this means like I'm, I'm taking inventory of the landscape and that's why I think I'm gonna title this like same old games you know I think or I thought that a <laughs> 
And some of the older women who know what it is, listen, don't laugh at your baby girl. Where were you when I was going through all of this, trying to figure this out? Oh, God. So leave me alone. (laughs) But I thought that, you know, the older a person or a man got that, you know, they would put aside those types of things and that they would want to settle down and look for companionship, not necessarily settle on looks, but I thought that the older that they got, they would, you know, be less inclined to do engage in the smash and dash personality. I'm going to tell you point blank period. Like I said, I think the days of me trying to be a woman that has a strong heart, like other women, those days are done. Those days are done. And I think that in many ways, it's, I used to complain about how my parents kept me sheltered and I wasn't allowed to date. And I thought that it meant that I was, um, going to have arrested development. I think that when it comes to getting to be close to other people, there's still a factor. But in many ways, you know, I feel bad because I used to be so angry. I felt like they should have helped me to understand, you know, what it would mean to be a wife and, and to, you know, get a boyfriend and to get a husband and stuff. Listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they could have and would have done all of that stuff. And I still would have still been a baby mama, still would have been divorced and still would have been out here in these streets, you know, Miss Lonely Hearts. Like, so now that I understand it, and this was another aha moment for me, it's kind of like, you know, if I hadn't seen this scenario, I would have thought, okay, let me get my little heart together you know, let me sew it back together. Let me let it give it time to mend. I think that a lot of times we underestimate that our heart in a way is like a muscle. It does register pain. Um, And for, I think that sometimes we're, we, we literally manhandle our hearts, you know, so the same way that you break a bone you know, you're not going to expect me to, I've, I've learned how to walk from since I was a baby, right? But it took me time to walk, right? And so you're, you're going to tell me all oh, this time you've been walking and running and doing all this stuff and at the gym. And if I were to break my leg, you wouldn't expect me to just get up and walk because I've been doing all that all this time. No, <laughs> you have to give it time for it to heal. You have to give it time to mend. And in many cases, like I remember this one, um, one of my coworkers, it was an old white lady. When I tell you she used to throw all of us under the bus, she was getting close to retirement. And our boss, she was a bitch, right? Um, and so um, she was, everybody was getting smoke. And so this old lady, her way of coping was she would blame it on, on the young people because it was an institution where it was, you know, um, we were helping young people who were employed to help you know, other young people. And girl, when I tell you, she would like run us over with the buzz and then put it in reverse and run us over. But we, you couldn't even be mad at her because the thing is she, um, <laughs> we learned from her. We like started to learn to protect ourselves. Like when, when the boss was coming for us, we kind of knew that somebody had to get thrown under the bus as like a sacrifice or a peace offering. And you had to survive, like live to survive another day. And we took notes from her when I tell you, baby, you know, <laughs> so 
but I remember she told me she had gotten in a car accident. And so with it, she had broken like her clavicles and um, I think part of her bones. And they had to actually put in like, I think a metal rod in one area. And she said, you know, even though that was like years ago, 20, 30, 40 50 years ago, it was some crazy amount of time like that. She said, every winter, or if it gets too cold, I start to experience pain, you know? And so I've had to take that approach with my heart and realize that it's it's not, it's my heart. And it's okay. I don't have a problem with people telling me, you know, that would try to advise me like, girl, get over it. Girl, just, it's not that serious. Listen, that's your heart. I'm built different. I My heart is built different. I have tried to do it the other way around, and I just, I can't. So when I see that scenario, I'm glad that I saw it because I felt that maybe part of me could put my defenses down when I got a little bit older and maybe just date 10 years older and it would be a gentleman that has all that stuff out of his system and is ready to settle down and have companionship and someone to laugh with and travel with and long walks on the beach and share just different experiences with, right? But no, girl, no. No, no way things are going. Same old games. And I think the tragedy is that, you know, I'm pretty sure he didn't just tell her the reason why. And I think that I almost want to cry for her because it's so superficial. And and the thing is that he had the audacity to to sleep with her and just discard her. Um for no other reason than, than she just turned 60. All of the criteria in shape, the body, beautiful, self-sufficient. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I know I could be a little traditional old school. Again, I am made different. But to me, it's like that is such an intimate part of who women are when you allow someone into your space like that and the level of intimacy and vulnerability that comes with it and so it's just you know it's one of those things where it it feels like he just took advantage of her you know it's like he literally just slept with her until she turned a certain age and he said it you can go and look at her her video um, and he's like, yeah, she turned 60. He's like, she just literally turned 60. And, and he was sleeping with her all up and through that point. And two weeks later, he's on Kendra G looking to date a 40-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I, and, and, and I don't want to take on, like, as an empath, what she would go through. But unfortunately, I, I like I said, I sometimes I picture myself in a village scenario. And I'm that quiet girl in the back of the classroom and I look at how the leaders and the elders treat people and I see how they poke people with their sticks, you know, and I see who they make examples of and I see how they treat certain people under different conditions, right? And I learn through observation, like, okay, I'm going to stay away from that elder. I'm going to stay away from that person. Okay, if I ask questions, they're going to put boots on my neck. 
Um, if I'm out in the front line, I'm probably going to get shot down from both sides and get crossing, caught in the crossfire if I put myself in end. So I'm the quiet girl in the background. Like, it's almost like Hunger Games. Like, okay, you know. And so I... And so with that, I, I, you know, like when I talk about being an empath, I allow myself to, to see myself through her eyes and to think like, okay, um, he's six years older, handsome, you know, according to her criteria, um, and seems to be youthful and loves to travel. Um, and then you let your guard down and you have that level of intimacy and then he's, he discards you and he's not going to tell her it's because she turned 60. Now, if he tells her it's because she turned 60, like that's just destructful. It's so reckless. You know, I've talked a lot about how, um, a while back about, you know, men who literally discard women, like they're used pieces of fruit. That's some painful energy to deal with. Um, as if he's not any older and it's just so reckless with her heart space and he already got what he wanted from her and he will never engage with her again. And, and, and that's it. And I don't know to what degree, you know, is she entertaining that with the thoughts that, you know, there could be more or a relationship. And I, I'm willing to bet he didn't have the balls to tell her, like, you know what? Um, two weeks ago, I did sleep with you, but um, you're 60 now. So, you know, don't ever call me again. And so she's in going to be in this space where not getting the good morning text, not, you know, having him reach out. He doesn't want to F with her anymore. And it's it's going to start to mess with her mind. Like, did I say something wrong? Did I do something wrong? And all this time, it was just something so superficial. And again, I think that it's like, I'm not undermining that it's superficial, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, that's why I said it's such an intimate act, Um I think especially for women that it just, I'm not built for that kind of stuff. I'm not. So um, I'm taking inventory. It's going to be like pretty much the same old games for the rest of my life. Um, And just looking for, and the thing is like, I'm just really just musing. I don't have any solutions. I don't have an oracle for you. This is just really documenting my, my progress and my, you know, how things will go moving forward but it's kind of like you would like to think that you can hear certain things but I think that sometimes people learn to manipulate um and they kind of have an uh um like a radar or a or sense for what it is that really appeals to women because I'm thinking if I were her, I would have heard him say things like, oh, yeah, I've been in a long relationship. I've been married before. Okay, cool. So that lets me know he knows what it means to be a husband. Um, I think he said he was married for 25 years. So me, right? Knowing what I know now, I would have been like, okay, cool. So he was married for a long time, not knowing that this is an older person. This is 66. But um, what I've noticed in, in like the church that my parents go to, they're getting the reason he lasted 25 years is because he was still kind of old school he should have gotten divorced at anywhere between 18 to 19 years this is what it is right what happened is 
with the younger generation, people my age and the ones right above me, like my aunts, my uncles, like in those ages, right? If you go to your church, what you will find is they will, um, the culture is starting to permeate how they do things. So what they will do is it's like, ah, crap, I already married her, but I really want to um, upgrade to a Latina um, or an Asian or a Ling Ling um, keep up with the younger guys that that I see in my church or, you know, outside at the cigar lounges and whatnot. So the respectable thing that they will do, and they talk about this amongst themselves with the elders and the deacons is, um, and even the pastors, like even the pastors are in on it too, but so what they will do is they will wait until the last child goes off to um, high school goes graduates from high school and then that's when they'll get the divorce and so then that's where you'll hear you know that they were married for 15 years or married for 20 years or like literally 18 years to the day it's because the son or the the last son or daughter was shipped off and they understand that they don't have to pay child support or alimony or less and so that's how you end up getting, you know, so back in the days, I would have thought like, okay, he was married for 25 years. But when you start to understand the, you know, you take into consideration his age, 66, old school. But um, from here on out, if you hear like those married for 20 years, it was basically the last baby got shipped off to high school, you know, off to college, 18 years, put in the paperwork, file for divorce, upgrade you to get yourself a Ling Ling or a Latina somebody younger and then you keep it pushing so that's what those divorce numbers mean and so i would have thought back in the days like oh, okay he's gotten married he values it and so it, it seems like it's a carrot that is dangled and i think that if i were to kind of get into her head and kind of think the way she would view things that's kind of the game that they play and so he he was saying things in there that now i understand that they'll say things because he understands how we think so he said things like um He's like, well, I can tell, I can look at a woman and I can tell like, oh, that's going to be like wifey, like over there, I really understand. And so you're going to step in and really be in your ego. Like, let's not pretend I will be the first one to tell you I'm vain. I like to think that I am it and I'm not going to even apologize about it anymore. Right. Probably got myself in trouble with the last two relationships. I thought I was special. Right. And so you know, he's going to be like telling me stuff like, oh, I can tell if a girl is, you know, if I want to be with her. So I'm thinking, okay, he's talking to me. So it must be me. I'm it. I'm all that, whatever, what have you. And, but no. And so we allow ourselves to get in with the ego and then they just run game in and, and on to the next. Right. So it's stuff like that. Like, it's just a whole game that, that is played and, um, you know, it just is what it is. So it, it's going to be a long time before I bring you a, um, <laughs> a, um, I don't even know what to call him at this point. Like a, a Mr. Um, divine masculine or something like that. It's going to be a long time. It's funny. Like I'll give you 100. I do like talking to guys. I do. Um, but, but in terms of like the drawbridge, like I will be yelling for my telecom, like, how you doing? I might or might not text you back. 
you know, might talk to you on the phone a little bit. But in terms of like relationship, like after I saw that Kendra G thing, I was like, oh no, oh no. But that, when I tell you that saves me probably a lot of heartbreak, you know, when I'm fine and I'm in my 60s and working out and my hair is all down to my waist and skin radiating because I've been eating healthy and still working out and just no same old games baby girl same old games so I don't know it's funny because I I hope that you can kind of hear the lightness in my heart like I think at this point you just have to have a sense of humor about it um and kind of just know what the game is um and like I said, I think that there's some people out there that are, are able to like, what is it, are hip and jive and can maneuver and twirl around, you know, the ins and outs of people in their life. I'm not built that way. So yeah, you better believe next relationship, probably not going to be a little bit guarded. Um, and what I'm trying to say is I don't think that you should feel you know, jaded or anything like that. Although jaded, when I tell you in my jewelry collection, I want something with jade. Like jade is hell of expensive, but I'm going to get a piece of jewelry with jaded. I'm going to call it, of course, I'm jaded or something or my jaded collection. It's very expensive. Um, but that being said, it's kind of like, you know, it, it just is what it is. Um, it, it, you know, what I'm going through doesn't mean that you have to feel that way um, or that you hate anyone. Um, and if anything, I hope that you take away that you need to take into account. If you're happy in a, and can do the butterfly thing, kudos to you. <laughs> in my next lifetime, I'm going to be like, I wish I was a little bit more um, cold-blooded Um and didn't care so much, I definitely would um, create, like, my heart would be stone cold, like, zero Fs type of a thing, and I would just be able to just slice through and dice through life, Um, but um, it is what it is, and I love myself, right? I love that I'm sentimental. I love that, you know, I can watch a Kleenex commercial and be crying. Like, especially around Christmas, those little commercials where it's like, you know, with the family and or even watch movies and I'll be all just feeling the emotions with them. I love that about myself, right? Um, and I've come to love it more and more. And and I think that even when I share these, I can be melodramatic, but I still think that it helps you to see things through a different lens, right? Take into account what is a condition of your heart? What can you take? What does it mean to protect it? And how do you better identify, you know, what people say to you and um, what is the outcome that you want? Um, and who do you allow into your life and that type of thing. And, and, um, I think one of the biggest eye openers for me is, is one of those things like, oh, you thought, you thought that, you know, (laughs) it'd be, you know, a new day, a new game. No, boo boo. It's, it's, it's same old game. You know, I've even heard like some of the most promiscuous people are in, in those senior citizen homes. I I have decided, and I'm going to be talking more about this, I don't want to be in a senior citizen home where everybody's just smashing and dashing and plumping and dumping. 
um, some of the highest HIV rates are are actually in senior citizens' homes because everybody's just sleeping around without condoms, taking the dentures out, sucking and effing and all of that. Like, I want to be in a Golden Girls situation where, you know, <laughs> I am, you know, far removed from that type of culture. I'm not trying to smash with Mr. Jones. I'm not trying to have his, you know, Walker, you know, left at my house and Rhonda is coming and trying to tell me about, did I sleep with her man? And nope, 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 nope. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not about that life. Listen, it would be so funny if I still have this podcast and I'm like 85 and I'm like, girl, let me tell you. So Wanda has slept and Wanda and Rhonda and Letitia slept with Mr. Roy. Mr. Roy does slept with everybody in this community. <laughs> he even tried to holler at the 27-year-old nurse. <laughs> Just cannot. And you know, there's gonna be some women that's probably like um trying to sleep with the with the nurses' aides too that are the men, right? And and every new um elderly man citizen that comes through, she'd be like, uh, oh gosh, I'm running out of time. But you know, just rolling up on them like, how you doing? Handsome, and we're gonna be like, Oh Lord, here we go. She's trying to get that first guy in, and the competition's going. Listen, I'll I'll sit, like I said, I'm the girl from the village. I'll be sitting back, I'll be having my tea, <laughs> but I want no parts. So I am your baby oracle until the next podcast. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>